to episode 18 of the Glenbrook Village podcast. I'm your host, Corey. As always, I'm joined today by my friends, Andrew, Alex, and Herbie. How's everybody doing? Not too bad. What's up? Skate. Pretty, <laughs> pretty quiet weekend guy. overall. <laughs> so we got a, got a special guest with us today. Good friend of mine. Uh, graphic well, designer. Good friend. Uh, ad, ad, advocate for men's mental health and entrepreneur creating cave canadian apparel jordan hey guys how's it going welcome thanks for joining us today how you doing good thanks for having me yeah for sure what do you got uh, going on at the moment uh well i've got quite a bit going on uh i've never heard anybody say it so many like things like that before graphic designer entrepreneur founder of cave canadian apparel (laughs) Um, we go we go all out on glenbrook village absolutely um no that's that's good uh yeah got a lot going on um shifting everything to moving from calgary to vancouver at the moment i just dropped a new uh true your true north t-shirt uh to the vip uh subscribers for cave uh which will be available to the public uh starting march 1st so yeah i got got a few few different things going on we're going to be donating uh five percent of our profits to woods homes in calgary at the end of february which is going to be which is super exciting to kind of be able to kind nice. of help those help those kids who are um in low-income families or who are you know struggling to kind of have the tools that they and resources that they need to be able to uh kind of cope with the things that life throws at them so yeah that's really good man i think uh most of us if not all of us here grew up in a low-income setting of some sort so that hits home for everyone i think yeah totally it's awesome <clears throat> growing up in like a low uh, housing is kind of like i don't know i don't know i don't think i'd want to have it any other way you know like i don't know how i would be if i just had something handed to me i think it'd be it'd be so it's weird. humbling for sure yeah like i i've kind of like the i like the challenge sometimes of being able to kind of almost fight for what you want or just to be able to be inspired to do something more than <coughs> what you think you are, which is pretty cool, you know? So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us like a little bit about, uh, like how you started your clothing line and kind of what it's about? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. So, um, we had earlier kind of, oh, when we were getting set up, we kind of had a quick chat about, um, me coming back from Victoria. Um, I'd moved there for about four months in the winter of 2018 and I came back in March of 2019 uh, for our mental health reasons. I was suffering from depression, anxiety, uh, to the point where like the days would, you know, I just want to be in bed and not where they want to get up. It was, it was a really weird experience for me. Um, so basically, after kind of going through some counseling and getting myself back up on my feet and whatnot, I couldn't believe that there wasn't somebody already talking about this or like saying too much. And I, you know, I'm sure that there was, but not to the extent that there is maybe even now, but even kind of the good thing about COVID is that there's been a lot of guys out there that have now really started to kind of express and go, you know what? I've never really kind of had anybody else say this, but I'm, I'm not doing okay, dude, you know? So um, I wanted to be able to start a clothing line with that initiative of, of saying, Hey guys, you know, um, it's okay to say that, you know, you, you know, you're going through something, 
Uh, I wanted to be able to provide resources for guys with a click of a button on our, on our website. Uh, I also wanted to do it with the uh, motivation of kind of how I ended up kind of getting out of depression and anxiety was also through just increasing my physical activity and getting outdoors more, trying to kind of separate yourself from binging Netflix and uh, being on your phone and stuff like that to something something a little bit more, kind of take your, take your head out of everything and just go into a completely different world. Um, which is just literally right, right outside your front door, whether it's, you know, a walk down the street or you're going into the mountains for the weekend or whatever. So I wanted to be able to kind of com- combine all of those things. And with an apparel company, I was a graphic designer already. It was easy for me to make my own graphics and it was good to be able to kind of, you know, have those connections through like Shopify, um, through local uh, brands as well, um, to be able to kind of connect and create a, a basically a clothing company in a very short period of time. I think it took me four months to get my logo up and running and to get the Shopify store going and and product ordered in and stuff like that. So it was just kind of, it, it would kind of all float together in the way a business model would, would kind of float together. And I was like, here we go. And it, it was, it was exciting. It was, it came up with its few challenges. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen Alex's hoodie. So that logo looked completely different than like even the one that I'm wearing today with like the mountains and the trees and stuff like that. So um, there, there's been a lot of changes over even just a year and a half. That's pretty cool. That's a quick turnaround. Um, for those people, for those people listening, you mentioned you wanted to make it easy for guys at the like click of a button on your website. Uh, would you be able to just tell them the website? Yeah, sure. It's cavecanadianapparel.com. And above our, um, it's the first thing that you're going to see when you load up that page is mental health resources. And you can go ahead and click on that. And then there's a link to a bunch of Canadian um, organizations, as well as I think I do have some counselors in the Calgary area that are connected through there as well. So you can go literally go through there and you can click on there and you can see the different um, uh, links. That, so some of them will connect you to counselors. Some of them will connect you to just resources just to kind of see you wanted stats on how people are doing and you know um in the last few years or whatever for mental health and all the different percentages and stuff like that it's absolutely astounding to kind of see how many guys um later in their 40s and 50s usually who are actually experiencing a lot of depression and anxiety um and and other mental health uh you know occurrences that kind of come up in their life after not being not dealing with things for so many years, it's 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 quite astounding to see the the numbers in there. That well, I think one in three in every office will have a, a, a masculine figure who is going to you know be depressed or anxious or anything like that. So that, it's quite a few quite a few guys. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's like even one person <clears throat> in this chat or anyone listening or anyone out there in general that can say they haven't experienced these moments at all. Like nobody's bulletproof. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's good. Uh, it's good for somebody to advocate like yourself. Um, it's always good to give back. Um, with a clothing line, you you know, two birds, one stone. You're pursuing your dream, but you're also fulfilling something bigger. So, kudos to you for that. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just kind of one of the ideas that I've recently had moving to Vancouver is I really want to try to get the clothing line based with getting outside a little bit further. So having that like community kind of like support group almost kind of like that's once a week and we all go do something that's out in the environment yeah whether whether and because of my work my girlfriend and i are going to try to move towards more of a sustainable lifestyle um we are trying to like think about things like maybe we could get an organization together of people who are dealing with depression and anxiety getting them out into a park or to a beach for a cleanup and everything like that when 
restrictions ease and everybody can kind of be together what you know what that would look like for the brand itself and and it's not just about selling and building that brand and making a million dollars that's not the goal here the goal is to you know get people outside and to get them you know involved in a community where they feel comfortable with but they're outdoors they're doing something for the environment which also makes me feel really good when you're doing something and helping out and you're doing something for yourself on the sidelines you know so kind of just yeah hitting that hitting those kind of three strikes right there yeah I, I think it's interesting how you brought up, like, older men, especially who are just, like, realizing now, you know, hey, I've, you know, maybe they've been going through these things even when they were younger, but they didn't really know how to address them. Do you think there's, like, a, a larger stigma just around men's mental health in general? Because I, I often find, like, you know, men are, it's, it's a lot more difficult for men to open up and be honest about their feelings because they at times like you know they don't want to feel weak or seem like they can't handle it so like do you think there's a major stigma around men's mental health in particular oh absolutely yeah there 100 percent is um uh the cmha i think it is don't quote me on the <laughs> acronym but they are huge into ending the stigma around men's mental health their um trailers um, that they come out like do, they do different advertisements, which is super cool. But they've all been really like really based around guys, especially during COVID. Like there's a guy sitting at a t- at a table, and he's he's got like all, he's just by himself, and in the dark in the background is all these different things about what he's gone through in his life and and what people have said to him and things like that. And I and and you're it, you're absolutely right. There is a stigma, especially in those guys who are older. I mean, for guys like our age, we're finally be like we're the ones who are breaking through that stigma. Um, and, and, and being able to talk about this and even just having a conversation about it today does wonders, you know, to be like, Hey, look, that one dude or those five dudes or those three dudes, they're all talking about this right now. They've gone through it. I think Andrew said that, like, you know, at least one of us has probably experienced some sort of that, you know, even in the last year and a half during COVID. Right. So, but yeah, when it comes to the older guys, I mean, they are definitely, you know, I think about my dad's age, my dad's, you know close to his fifties right now. Um, but you know, my parents are pretty young, but even older than that, they've gone through a lot. Not only have they gone through stuff in their entire childhood and stuff like that and growing up and being an adult, getting married young, um, which in our age <laughs> was way too young. You know, they are getting married at like 19 and 20, having kids and moving on in life, getting houses, getting careers. Like there was never time for them to kind of have fun or be able to kind of experience different things or deal with the things that they need to be dealing with. Flash forward, they went through a really awesome opportunity potentially with, you know, oil in Canada. They got the job, they got the salary, they got the, you know, they got all this stuff and then it was suddenly taken away and then COVID happened. They're definitely in a scenario now where some of them have, you know, either been divorced, lost houses, had to reduce their, um, to reduce basically their property that property of whatever they owned whether it was something that they really enjoyed like a, a hobby such as like dirt bikes they had to sell skidoos whatever it might be right so now they're sitting at home without all these things that they used to do and now what mm-hmm. you know and that's when the anxiety that's when the depression is really gonna gonna start setting in and especially when you haven't dealt with those things that you need to deal with whatever it may deal with or maybe it, it could just be that one factor maybe if they've had a great life all the way up until then and now suddenly the things aren't working out the way you thought that they would. And what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's probably, probably a tough, yeah, for sure. tough thing for a lot of guys in those ages. I didn't would, would, you know, my heart goes out to those kind of guys. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I think a lot of it is with like the life cycle as well, right? Because when you're in your 20s and 30s, even you still hold on to a lot of your ego. Whereas in your 40s and 50s, you start to get past that and think more you're in reflection and like, what haven't I done? And your ego starts to like shed. So maybe you can let yourself like show it a bit more. So, like you said, you build it up under the rug for so long because you're trying to maintain your ego. And then later in life, you're just left with all the shit that you buried, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of, I, I, so I came out of a religion. I grew up in a religion from when I was a kid, born into it. And then I, I left around like 19 or 20. But I mean, it's just kind of the same thing as coming out of that religion and maybe even going through like when you're in your 40s and 50s and you go through like a divorce or a job loss or a huge change, you kind of just snap and you kind of go a little bit off the deep end. Like, yeah. you know, you got to try everything that you wanted to try before, you know, and you realize yeah. that maybe it didn't bring you the happiness that you thought that it would bring you, you know, that it would bring you. So yeah, there's definitely a little bit of that factor there. Yeah. Did you find that you were, do you find that like in your reflection now that you kind of went through, you know, your stage in Victoria and then you had to come back through here uh, to back to Calgary and then you started your um, apparel company, do you kind of like look back at some of the interactions you had with like your family members or your friends and you start to see signs that you're like, oh, I wasn't aware that maybe you were going through something and maybe they weren't aware as well? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I think about that quite often, actually. Uh, more so, I try to keep it in mind for when I'm out and about as well. What does it look like when somebody's having an anxiety attack? Uh, you, you don't really know. There's no signs that there's no like, you know, red light bulb on top of their head that goes, you know, warning, this guy's going to freak out, <laughs> you yeah, know? No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was when I back when I was heavily drinking, um, I definitely knew that there was a lot of stuff like looking back on those conversations that I had, the way that I acted, um, you know, it was, it was a mess, man. Like it was yeah. an absolute mess, not something to be proud of, but definitely something I learned from. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of like one of the biggest takeaways is that you gotta, you can't be so hard on yourself sometimes. I mean, you, everybody messes up, everybody makes mistakes, but you can't pin yourself to the wall every day or you yeah. know, slap yourself on the back for it. You do at some point gotta be like, you know what? I messed up. But if I don't learn from it, then it's, then it's that, then that's the wrong thing. But if you do learn yeah. from it then move on, set it behind you, you know, I look back and go, I don't even know who that guy was who was, you know, drinking all the time or, you know, was super depressed or shunned his friends or didn't talk or maybe you just, you know, went off the deep end when you were drinking, that kind of stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, putting that stuff behind you, don't let it don't let it weigh you down anymore. It happened. You can't change it. Uh, just learn from it, you know, learn where you can do better, where you can go, where you, you know, you can improve, right? Who's your, yeah. fa- who's your friends influencing you around that time? All that kind of stuff. All those things are, there's so many factors into it. And you really just got to kind of sit with yourself for a little bit and, and decide what you, what, what makes you happy, what makes you react, like, you know, what gives you an anxiety attack in the middle of the mm-hmm. world, you know, like that kind of stuff. So, and just being able to stem and identify what those, what those areas are and then trying to figure out how to deal and work with them because it's not something that you, I'm kind of going off a, a little bit here, but it's not going, no, that's fine. Go ahead. yeah, it's not going like I get an anxiety attack, say for example, in a Walmart. So I'm never going to Walmart again. 
That's okay. not realistic, right? Mm -hmm. It's why am I having an anxiety attack in Walmart? And I use that as a, as my kind of my thing because that sometimes did happen with me. It just was a busy place. There's people coming and going, cutting in front of you. Um, I notice my, even <laughs> myself right now when you spend days and days and days and it's just like my girlfriend and I at home and then you walk into somewhere like a grocery store, I get super overwhelmed lately. I don't know why. Um, yeah. You know, went out for dinner the other night and – I, I just had like this anxiety of being around people again and being around loud noises and, mm -hmm. and everything. And I was like, started to kind of freak out on the way there, just tried to breathe through it and kind of calm down. And, and when we got there, everything's like so socially distanced and the tables are everywhere. It wasn't as bad as my mind had, you know, had it, had it been, but I was just like, what's going on here? Like, why am I feeling like this? And so sitting down and being like, okay, why was I so, you know, frustrated about going out and to a busy place again? And just realizing that it's just a scenario that we're in too. It's just, you're not yeah. used to it. Right. Especially as we got, as guys get older, we do kind of get set in our ways, you know, like we like things a particular way, you know, mm -hmm. uh, just like our dads have probably drank the same brand of beer for over 50 years, you know, yeah. like <laughs> you, they, there's nothing else. It's Canadian or nothing, man. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so we kind of get set in our same way in our same, in our ways pretty quickly nowadays, especially mm -hmm. with COVID as to, you know, how you want things and how you want them done and, how many people you want around you, you, you control yeah. all of that right now. So, yeah. Well, I think a big thing of it is the brain is really good at catastrophizing things. So like something that seems so small, once that starts happening, it's like, oh my God, this is going to be the worst thing ever. Like you just kind of have to figure out how to break the barrier and be like, what you're thinking is completely irrational. Like <laughs> everything will be fine. None of this has happened before. Like, yeah. Exactly. Got to find a way to keep yourself in the right lane. I can't remember what class it was, um, but I took one course where they were listing all the different micro stressors you could have in your life. Like you get cut off at a intersection in traffic or somebody breaks up with you, all these different micro stressors, and then compared them to major life events like your brother died, your dad died, something like that. And said sometimes a pileup of the micro stressors is almost equal to, if not worse than a major life event, right? So it could just be, you know, something very minuscule happens. Like someone says, hey, fuck you, buddy. And you don't know this person, but you had nine other things happen like the week prior to leading up to this. And that was the final one that like just made you erupt, right? So sometimes people are like, why did this guy snap over like the simplest thing? Like who cares? Like, you're never going to see that guy again or something like that. But it's more than that, right? Like, yeah. You're just projecting everything that's happened to you over the past week. That's why when I see somebody treat a server like shit, I oft, I often tell myself, you know, that's just because in their own personal life they don't have any control, so they love the opportunity to take control over somebody else by putting them down. Because in their own personal life, they're being put down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I was talking to a few of my buddies and whatnot. My one buddy had said to me that uh, this is back in the summertime, but you know. Um, summertime was nice for Calgary, right? It was like, it was beaming and sunny, sunny. It's one of our favorite times, you know, in Calgary is mm -hmm. the, is the summertime. We live for it. You know, we strive on it, but said I found myself even at a gas station, almost ready to just like go to, like go to a fight with the guy because he, you know, was being a bit, you know, he wasn't communicating with him properly as to where he wanted his vehicle to go and where, you know, my other buddy's vehicle was going to go. And anyways, they ended up getting into the kind of the bit, the bit of this altercation and they were ready to go at it at a, at a gas station. And, it, and you're absolutely right. It's because of, you know, it wasn't just that one issue. 
it was this, 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 you know, like you go to the grocery store and somebody, you know, cuts you off with their, with your grocery cart or, you know, is in your way the whole time or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, you know, like it can just build up and, and you got somebody, you know, asking you questions all the time. And if you have kids or girlfriends or wives or whatever, you know, you take on us guys, we try to take it all on, right. And, and carry that the whole day. And, you know, you got all this stuff going on and then all these things start to kind of start to happen. The plate gets full and full and full and you just can't hold it all. Yeah. You know, and then one guy, one guy says the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like true. that's it. You take that plate and you want to just throw it at them, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Do you just find, like, um, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, it's just like they're oh, no, saying it's, it's easier to hold your breath than it is to consciously say, breathe out. Right. right. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was good. Do you too, find that like, it's easier to tell when you're compounding though, when you have like compounding stressors in your day? Like, do you find them easier to identify for yourself so that you don't get to like the end of the day where you like everything's built up and do you, you know, like for your way of dealing with it, do you just like, um, do you vocalize it to someone you care about or do you kind of just like write it out? Do you design? Cause you have a few, probably like a few different ways that you yeah. can let that go so yeah you know i'm really happy that you actually brought that up there is so many ways in which that you know i have learned to deal with depression and anxiety and i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie some days it doesn't work mm-hmm. um so yeah there's you know I've, I've talked to my girlfriend about things when i'm you know feeling stressed usually i feel like a buildup of chat like in my chest kind of like in my throat almost like you can't breathe mm-hmm. when things kind of get piled on too much in the day i mean i had a yesterday morning i was going through time and I wanted to be out of our house earlier than I expected and it was taking longer and then somebody was using it a little bit or at the same time I was and, you know, it just started building and building and building and I, you know, ended up throwing a piece of cardboard across the room because I was just like, <laughs> I don't, like, I'm just, I'm done with this. Like, I'm so frustrated right now, right? Yeah. And so, but, it, you know, going back and it's like, I should have just chilled out. I should have just gone for a coffee, came back later. You know, so the first step is you really want to kind of go back and, and go, what what should have I done in, a, in an adult mature way to be able to deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. Secondly, communicate about it with somebody if you can. Number three, a hundred percent write it out. That is one of a, that is like, if you ever go see a counselor or a mental health therapist, writing things out is a very, very therapeutic thing to do, especially right before you go to bed. Um, there's a lot of guys who, that I've talked to who write things out and they put them in the drawer. It's actually a really good thing to get into. If you're ever going to be a leader of a company, CEOs do the exact same thing. They write in their, um, like in their journal every night, all the stresses that they have mm-hmm. of the of the job. And it might not be a piece of paper they ever look at again, but just for the peace of mind to be able to get some sleep, they write it out. Yeah. Um, designing a hundred percent. I love going into a world where you got music going and there's like, you know, you can kind of block everyone else out mm-hmm. and you just have your thoughts and you go and you go in design and you feel good about what you're designing and you don't care about what you're going to draw. That's super cool. Um, then there's other things like you could, you know, if you're feeling like really depressed in the day, get get into sense. I know that like lots of dudes are not into like having their houses and candles and and you know diffuser oils going. Uh, there's a little bit again, a little bit of a stigma around about having those girly things mm-hmm. in your home. That needs to absolutely end. Like having a scent, scent is such a powerful thing. You know, when you go and you go to smell a significant other, or you're somewhere and you're meeting somebody new for the first time. And that person that you're attracted to steps towards you and you take a deep breath and you're like, holy crap, this person smells amazing, mm-hmm. right? And you remember it. 
they'll almost remember it for days and days and days. Well, why wouldn't you want something inside your house to smell equally just as amazing that every single day that you get up, you feel like you're home. Yeah. You feel comfortable in your own home. You feel safe. You feel warm. You know, why not get into those things? So I brought on candles uh, with my company uh, through um, CNC Candle Company here in Calgary. They do all my pouring and stuff like that. And, uh, and we get together and we work on scents. And usually I've just kind of taken the scents that they have there that I think guys would like and bring them in. But candles I definitely brought in for that one number one reason that I definitely encourage dudes to have in their home is is to get a candle and you know it doesn't have to look really my the one the way that i designed mine is you can actually put a lid on it it looks like a paint can so you can sit in the corner (laughs) you know like if you you really were worried about it but you don't need to be anymore but yeah just pop that open and light it up and you know your house is smelling like the forest or something like that or you know a trail hike or fresh mountain mornings is you know some of the ones that i kind of offer through my site but yeah i mean that's like that's super that's super important um trying to think of other things communicating with people that let's go with that one though as like the last point communicate with your significant other family or friends or those who are closer to you as to what it looks like when you start to have an anxiety attack mm-hmm. and what you need. those are the biggest things so for example i'll put myself back on the line my girlfriend knows that when i start to get quiet and i start to not form sentences properly mm-hmm. Or I will start to forget things almost immediately after they're said, you know, um, or why, for example, we're walking into Walmart, don't know where, don't know what I'm getting anymore. Yeah. It's gone. You know, all the information, all everything else is kind of going in my mind. Like, you know, is somebody going to yell at me? Is somebody going to freak out if I'm going down the wrong way mm-hmm. right now during COVID? You know, did I, do I, do I have my mask on? Yeah, I have my mask on. You know, like all these things kind of start going through your mind and you don't even realize, remember why you were there. It was for a head of lettuce. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So, you know, like communicating with, with your family and family members and significant others as to what that looks like and then what you need. Sometimes you need to go back to the car. Yeah. It kind of sucks, you know, but sometimes you do. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like, you know, I know Andrew and Herbie know like probably more than anybody else here, like, what I've kind of, like, gone through and, like, the struggles I had a couple of years ago. And, like, I've, I took this class last year that was really helpful and informational. It was called, like, Lifestyle Wellness. And I think one thing you, one thing I learned, like, specifically about mental health is, like, you know, I'm an athlete and I didn't realize how much, you know, like, I train my body, but you also have to, like, kind of train your brain too. Like, you have to be able to, like, I don't know, just, you know, you have to know, like, your brain, too, and, like, kind of what makes yourself tick a little bit. And you have to, like, you know, like you said, like, figure out those ways to kind of, like, decompress and de-stress and, like, you know, kind of what helps you feel, like, leveled out. You know, and you were talking about the sense, like, I have incense burning right now. And it's, I think it's, like, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of people have to, it's hard for a lot of people to kind of figure that out. Like, you know, I actually have to like take care of my mental health as well. Cause that goes along with like your whole bodily health as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. It's, it's a lifestyle, right? We're so somewhere in our generation, we picked up that we need to look like, I don't know, it'd be cool to have Ryan Gosling's life or, you know, it'd be sweet to, to, you know, have this lifestyle or, you know, do this thing. It's like, but what's your lifestyle, right? You know, are you, yeah, do you need to be active? 
And then mm-hmm. also enjoy the, the little things at home. hundred percent. You're absolutely right. It is about training, tra- you know, training your brain. It's also about recognizing your, you know, those things that come into your brain and go, you know, maybe today this, this isn't the best idea. We'll do this instead. Or what do I need in this moment right now to just kind of chill out, you know? So yeah, mm-hmm. he's absolutely, Corey's absolutely right about that. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, being active, going outside. Uh, I know you yourself, you're a decent amount of an adventurer. Is that along the lines of where you came up with the wilderness theme for cave? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wanted something a little bit kind of being from Calgary, being in the kind of like the foothills area, being around the forest, the mountains, I definitely needed something to kind of identify the brand and kind of have that kind of close to home. But it also kind of is where I love to spend my time. Um, I totally de-stress when I'm in Camel or Banff. Um, you know, or when I'm near the ocean, that kind of stuff. So I wanted to, and then I'm also passionate about, you know, the environment for the longest time. I wanted to do some, a brand about being out there for the environment, but we already have those brands out there that we can support. And ones that I idolize as a new entrepreneur, as an, as an apparel company, I constantly am looking at Tentry. Tentry does an amazing amazing stuff for the for the planet for canada and they've got that that going on but Mm -hmm. i definitely needed i knew that for it to speak to me and for who i am and where i wanted my company to go i had to have it hit close to home so you know carrying on that mental health initiative as long as well as getting outdoors you know that's why the you know the logo changed a little bit to kind of be something a little bit more recognizable and a little bit more kind of just um warm you know the the old logo that um alex has on his hoodie is a little bit kind of like a little bit more hard with like the diamond shapes and stuff like that, which were really cool initial concept. Um, but mm-hmm. as things kind of progressed in the way that I wanted to take things, I, I realized that I wanted to, I did want to have a little bit of that nature aspect in there or outdoor life in my, in my, uh, in my branding. Yeah. So with moving to Vancouver coming up here, stepping away from where you came from and what inspired you, uh, obviously exploring new opportunities out there. Um, what are, I guess, your future plans with Cave? Yeah, so uh, that's going to be kind of the next big adventure, to be completely honest, is uh, I need to, I have to still research what kind of markets out there for the summer coming up. Um, so the market's been doing exceptionally well in Calgary, and I do believe that'll be the same thing for Vancouver. Vancouver is going to be a little bit more of a um, heavier uh, competition. Uh, there's going to be definitely a lot of you know apparel companies out there kind of doing things, which... Honestly, I'm super excited about, super excited to meet them. Uh, anytime that you do go into business, it's not, you know, especially from the one thing I've learned here in Calgary, nobody's out to end your business. You guys all want to thrive together, even if you are an apparel company. I've had local laundry help me here in Calgary. I've had um, uh, Plains Breaker, who's like a sock, uh, sock company here, help me out as well. Uh, the, from the printers here in Calgary, I, I definitely am sad to leave all those connections. Um, which are not going to obviously be severed or any in any way, shape, or form. Um, definitely, we'll be doing business with them still. But just experiencing those new businesses in Vancouver is going to be. There's going to be so many more um, opportunities and stuff like that. So I'm definitely excited for to kind of take it there. I definitely for this year for my goal for 2021 is to be able to combine combine the apparel with the mental health a little bit more kind of a little bit more solid. So my new mm-hmm. t-shirts that I brought up this year was get uplifted. And it's a picture of a chairlift going up to a ski, to a ski hill. You know, it's kind of has a double meaning. Hmm. Um, the new shirt rolling out for March 1st to the public is, um, yeah, it, uh, well, your true North. So what, you know, what's your compass? What's your North? What's your end point? What's your goals? What's your, 
you know, all that kind of stuff. So having the, yeah, again, having that apparel connect with the, with the consumer <clears throat> itself. Yeah. I got a quick question. And we talked about oh. the markets. I, like real quick, Alex, do you guys, do you guys ship international, like your clothing? I'm yeah, good wondering. question, actually. So I had it. I have to check because I just recently um, switched um, stores. So I had did have it before where I could ship to the United Kingdom, China, Russia, uh, Sweden, and Switzerland, and and Germany. I think was the other ones because I ha- was having people look at my website from all, like all over those kind of areas with this kind of Scandinavian kind of lettering on, of cave. So I definitely had that set up, and I think that I still do with with the new with the new store. But yeah, I, I'm definitely open to international shipping. Yeah, no, I, yeah, because I'm like I'm in Cleveland right now, so like just if I wanted to like grab something, that's what I was asking. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. You know what? I, I kind if of I'd be able to. I think that it was on my to do list, and then I totally don't know what happened to it. So I'm glad you put it back on my to do list because <laughs> I thought it was all set up, but I don't. I should actually to, double check to see if it is uh, with the new shop with the new shop. So when when you have a for sure answer, I can I let Corey be able know. To support the people. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah, it'll only be yeah. Actually, wanna, one Especially because it's you know for a good cause, like want to be able to support stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was gonna ask you about the uh, (laughs) last year you got yourself into the Inglewood Night Market. Yes. How how'd that go for you and your business? So Inglewood, anytime that you have something new, Inglewood was awesome to start off with. Um, I definitely recommend it for any entrepreneur starting out in Calgary uh, to get into the Inglewood night markets. There is so much support there for the local community, as well as, again, the vendors that you're going to meet there to help carry your business. Uh, is super cool. Just getting it out on social media, getting that, um, that branding done. Uh, but like I said, that community is amazing for, for, for a startup. If you, you'll know if you have something or you don't have something, like if you went to the Inglewood night market and somebody was like, yeah, this isn't, you know, I wouldn't throw it all in the garbage. I would try to be, you know, a few different markets, but Englewood is where it's at. It doesn't matter what you're doing. They're going to support yeah. it. It doesn't matter if you're not into that hipster lifestyle or, you know, into the lifestyle of somebody else living down in, in Englewood it, it themselves as a brewer or, uh, you know, somebody who's works in restaurants. It's a, it's a really cool community of so many different things that you get so many different lifestyles. And, and Inglewood is so popular right now that you get people from all over Calgary coming in and, and seeing what they're doing, which is really cool. So, yeah. Hmm. That's good. Well, you were talking about, like, the double meeting with your, um, like, your true north and then going up the ski hill. Did you, do you find that it was just, like, a funny coincidence? Or did you mean to have the whole, like, cave apparel and then having like maybe like don't cave into mental health or like don't cave into the stigma and stuff like that. So yeah, the, uh, not in, really in that sense. No mm-hmm. um, cave. I was trying to do a, a dude store. I wanted to open up my own shop as well that in kind of incorporated a bunch of different things that guys were doing and, and designing. So I got like, I got soaps, I got box briefs um, that I don't do that. I bring in from other vendors, uh, the candles I get poured from CNC candle company, uh, the apparel that I do, they get printed on by another uh, guy, uh, another guy and his wife here in Calgary. Yeah. Matt Black Designs. If you're ever looking for any design stuff or uh, products to be printed on for T-shirts, you should contact them. They got a minimum 12, 12 order quantity, which is really which is awesome. Okay. So if you're looking for like you know branding shirts or anything like that for even just your company, I definitely would go with them. They're using eco friendly supplies as well. Um, but yeah, sorry, uh, man, I was looking man cave. That's what I was, oh, that's literally what I was thinking. Okay. And then I was like, I don't want to call it man cave. And then I was like, well, what if I called it, you know, cave? Cause I was thinking about the other brand names that are out there 
in in Calgary that are around mm-hmm. the area. We do have a cabin. I think it is a is a yep. company. Um, yep. We have there's so many other mountain ones that were kind of going on at the same time, like, you know, so many anyways, there was, there was no cave. And then I, when I was playing with the logo, I didn't like the C. So I had to ended up just changing it to a K and that looked way mm-hmm. better. And it just kind of, kind of grew from there. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of stuff with the cave itself that I was thinking about in the original design of like the tri- triangles and stuff like that of how, and I think at one point I said to a guy at a university and it kind of came off a little cultish. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know, it, it also kind of refers to the cave of your mind, <laughs> but it was, it's actually true. Like, you know, like yeah. it's, it, your mind is a cave. It's, it's an endless journey in, inside that mind of where you could go and, and where you could end up. Um, it's also mm-hmm. about coming out of the out of the cave and 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 where you're where you're going to go and what's your aspirations, what's your destinations, what's your, you know, where's your future heading? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you okay. have you had like uh, anybody reach out to you and just like who kind of been like you know like I I came across your brand and it really helped me open up about my mental health. Like has anybody approached you like that? Not specifically in that way, no. I've had other people who are also trying to end the stigma for men's mental health contact me. Um, there was a guy on who ended up getting started on TikTok. And he basically, his thing is, and I cannot remember his TikTok name, but he basically will go out for an adventure. He'll be walking through the woods uh, with a GoPro or whatever he's using, and then he'll stop and he'll turn towards the camera and say some stuff about men's mental health. And then it's like, and then he keeps walking through the forest and he's got some music going and stuff like that. So I actually had him kind of reach out to me and, and, and we kind of collaborated and connected there for a bit, just kind of on, on talking about men's mental health. So that was kind of cool through Instagram. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you find that all your like accessories and stuff that you decide to design and put on is something that you would wear? Or is it stuff that you find that like you took a little bit of like a pull on what your friends would wear or what is the whole, like, you know, we know that we know that part of the design comes from Alex's feminine frame. So, you know, like the ladies shirts, we get it, but you know, yours, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know what I'm going to have, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest here. So one of that's my, one of my biggest struggles is, is getting outside of my head, right? It's not all about me. Yeah. This is my apparel company. This is what I do, but I don't know what each of you guys would want to wake up and wear out of like, say if I had five t-shirts yeah. across the board. Right. So that's definitely something a little bit more kind of that I'm working on the marketing advertising and, um, uh, basically searching in the, in the, in this new year is what is that going to, you know, what is that going to look like and entail? Because it can't be everything that I'm going to wear all the time or my friends. It, it's gotta, it's gotta speak to a wide range of people. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of factors and notes that I keep in when I'm designing now as to what has worked and what has not worked in the past. So, okay. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of designs that I've thrown up on my website and have not sold a single shirt. So, you know, and that, and that wasn't a bad yeah. thing. It, it, it taught me exactly what I needed to know what people wanted, what people didn't hmm. want. I guess so. it would be a pretty like uh trial and error situation yeah exactly yeah it was i got started or i got the advice from local laundry here in calgary uh who were the original kind of um starters of the yyc logo um with the with the crossbone or like with the cross sticks and then okay yeah yeah yeah. so they had actually originally started their original concept was uh to start community t-shirts for every community so if you were from dover or mission or you know um somerset you could have a shirt 
that kind of spoke to your community. And then they just designed one for all of Calgary, and that's the one I ended up selling. But they were the ones who actually had had inspired me to get going right away. I had nothing ready. I did not have ready. And he's like, you'll never be ready. Trust me. Just go. You cannot have it 100% perfect. Just do it. So that's what I ended up mm-hmm. doing on, on the 19th of October, 2019. I just was like, Kate, the shop is ready to go. Let's push, push, uh, push uh, publish and see what happens. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that it's just kind of like a go and then just try it out, trial and error, a few of things. and Totally, yeah. And more error than, than actual success, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a lot of things that I've, I've learned kind of in the process and the way that I do things over the, over the past year and a half that, you know, just the way that, you know, editing Instagram feeds, all that kind of stuff, the spelling mistakes that I would make back then, even in the web page itself. And, you know, I was doing everything on, on my own and still, still am at this point just because I haven't had the growth like I wanted to see, yeah. but uh, just COVID, I haven't been able to get out to the markets as much. So, um, yeah, just kind of going about it, about it that way has been more error <laughs> than anything else. But it's been fun. It's been a challenge. I absolutely love it. Do you do you find that there's a little bit of like contrast and a little bit of uh, like between you having to say you have to slow yourself down um, with like your mental health and just having to kind of pace yourself and realize what you need, and then when you're starting cave. And just having to go and try things and not necessarily slow everything down. Do you find like there's like a lot of times when you're just like, oh no, I don't know if this is like exactly what I'm supposed to be doing or. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny because there's times where it's go, 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 go. And then times where it's like kind of right now where there's a bit of like kind of a little bit of a lull in this like spring okay. winter tra- or tra- winter transition um, and just kind of doing development and, uh, and learning and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it, when it's go, 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 I still have to try to remind myself that you still have a life, a personal life that you need to kind of keep things balanced. And that's one thing that I've always tried to do. I've, I've read a book um, on how to be excellent at every, at anything. And uh, it's a really good book. And it's about a company that goes into like the CEO of Sony. And that's what they do solely as their, as their kind of thing. And they um, talk to CEOs on how they can basically balance their life appropriately. So, uh, I've always tried to keep like when things are definitely a go, go, go and won't stop that, uh, you always want to keep your work life balance still intact. Fair enough. Yeah. I find, I feel like that'd be a lot, a lot to balance, but, um, um, do you, have you received any, cause Andrew asked you if you received like any people trying to reach out to you and say like, thank you for starting this and it's helped me with my mental health. Do you think on focusing on men's mental health, did you feel like any groups or did you have anybody approach you and kind of give you backlash because you weren't maybe touching on everyone's mental health, but you were more so just focusing on men's? Like, right. Did you find like they're like, you're being too exclusive? So when I'm at the markets and when I do branding and I will say men's mess, like men's mental health, and I try to more so say masculine mental health now. And then mm-hmm. I also have it in my branding and on my web pages that it's also the brand says kind of dudes, guys, masculine for sure. But I've always made sure that I say that no matter, you know, your, your age, race, sex, um, gender, whatever it is, you're going to be dealing with mental health. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're a human on this planet, you're going to be dealing with some, you know, sort of mental health in your lifetime. Um, whether it's anxiety, depression, you know, uh, death, you know, anything like that. Right. So I've always been very careful about, you know, Yes, I'm here to kind of end the stigma around men's mental health, but really yeah. the resources are there for everyone. 
anybody who slaps on a cave t-shirt is talking about mental health. It's not just guys, mental health, you know? Um, I've had guys, I have had people approach me, not necessarily, I guess through Instagram. And that's maybe where my mind was to go back to that point. I've, I have had people approach me at markets and say, I've, you know, had friends take their life earlier this year, back when, you know, back in March of 2019, April, or sorry, March, 2020, April, 2020, uh, I've had other people go, this really needs to be talked about. I have so many friends who are struggling right now. So, you know, that's been good to hear at the, at the markets itself. And, and that did happen actually at the Inglewood, um, Inglewood market earlier in July, early in July, when everything kind of just kind of restrictions got eased a little bit and we were allowed to do the market. <laughs> there was so many people wanting like happy that that was kind of out there. So, well, I mean, I do think that, yeah, yeah like sweet, the yeah, stigma sweet. that was, talked about earlier it, it definitely even if people do think that it may be inclusive to one side it it needs to be talked about anyways so <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah no i've never like ref- like gotten any flack or anything like that which is good i mean it's it is one of those things too that you know if you're going to come at somebody for starting something about you know mental health you've got to really i don't know you've got to really not like the person starting the company, you know, like there's gotta be, you know, you know what I mean? Like for somebody to come and attack a mental health organization, yeah. you've got to have like a really serious problem with that organization for an underlying reason, other than for what they're trying to do, you know, unless they were trying to do something, say for example, like, you know, Oh, men's mental health doesn't exist. Then, well, you're probably going to get a little bit of flack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, what was I going to, I was going to ask, uh, like, I guess just like an overall question to everybody, like, is everybody here kind of want to share what they do to kind of relieve stress? Like what they found are things that like, are like that help them, you know, get, get through those hard times when they kind of feel like everything's kind of collapsing inward. Like, you know, we've heard We've heard from Jordan a little bit, but like I think it'd be good for like the rest of us to kind of share. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first, or would you prefer not to? Uh, no, I'll go first. Like, there's there's like a couple things for me, honestly, that that help. You know, I for for a long time for me, like I I felt like sports were like a thing that helped relieve my stress, but as you know, you get older and it's like, I've been competing as an athlete for so long. Sport is kind of like a stressor to me. So I have to like, I had to like go and find things outside of sport that really helped me decompress. And like the biggest thing for me, honestly, like it, it's going to sound super weird. Is like, I love like when I'm feeling super stressed out, like getting a new tattoo. I don't know what it is about like just sitting down and like, getting tattooed but for me it's like a I don't know like it's it's a stress reliever like it's weird it's weird but it, it therapeutic works. yeah like it's there it's therapeutic pleasure through pain well it's not even that like it's you know like <laughs> it's not even that like a Alex is trying to I'm, let off something here too yeah but no like you know how like you know how some there's some barbers you can go to and you can talk to the barber for for like hours on end about stuff it's yeah. kind of the same thing like I'm sitting there and I'm getting tattooed and I'm not even really focusing on the fact that I'm getting tattooed. I just have, like, a good relationship with whoever my tattoo artist is. And, like, you sit there and you, like, talk about stuff. And, like, they, tattoo artists have, like, a lot of really unique life experiences that they've gone through. 
because they're kind of like rebels themselves. So they've gone through some stuff. So they're a lot of times like they're good people to just like sit down and like talk about real shit with because they've yeah. like experienced it in some sort of way. So for me, that's like that was like kind of like one of the things that I found like helped me de-stress and then to the point where like I took it upon myself like during the during quarantine to like I started learning how to tattoo myself and I've like given myself like eight tattoos now. I don't know. It just like it just helps. Like I feel. It feels like it feels good, like just to focus on. Takes your mind off to everything. To focus else, on something yeah. else, it, yeah, it takes my mind off everything else, and just like to kind of focus on like something like super singular is like I don't know. It's super, it's super like therapeutic. And then like another thing for me too, like I think like I'm struggling being in Ohio, like where there's no mountains. Like I used to love like just hitting Andrew up and being like, "Yo, do you want to go like?" ski today like do you want to go to cop do you want to go like mm-hmm. to nikiska like i miss being it there were like me and andrew used to link up and like go to the odr like i miss being able to like have that ability to do stuff like that like that was always fun to just like go to the go to the odr and like play hockey and you don't even real and by the time you're like oh i'm tired it's been like two three hours later like you don't even realize that time is passing by yeah yeah i feel that definitely no that's a pretty good like what about what about y'all well, i think for me I think for me, it's mainly been, I didn't realize how much I needed to have like a pet in my life. I think that's been like a really big one for me is just having something else that I have to worry about and take care of. And just in general, um, you know, like cats catch a lot of flack for not necessarily being personable right up off the bat. But I find that for me, I even, you know, um, having to actually like work on that relationship with that animal and seeing that it, there's like a lot of love given back even a year later and seeing the difference in his growth that was something that was different to, to me and I, I found like actually helped me slow down and even just sometimes if I'm stressing out or I think mainly kind of having like a small of an anxiety attack and stuff like that I'll go and just kind of hang out just kind of pet snuggle my face for a bit another one that I found works for me is just trying out new recipes so I found myself like I really like to cook, but I was just doing the same things over and over and over, preparing them in the same way. Um, it kind of became super monotonous and recently just going out and trying new recipes. And even if I'm going to mess it up or I don't have all the ingredients or I don't know how it's going to come out, fuck it. Just like trying to get it done and seeing how it turns out. And then knowing that, you know, maybe the second or third time I do it, it'll be better things like that and uh, I recently got into trying like new coffees and looking for certain like notes and um, you know looking for certain flavors and profiles and just chatting to the roasters I think making those connections with people like that and seeing why they're so passionate about it has really kind of given me a different outlook and it helps me in times when I'm kind of like oh that's a different way to look at it I hadn't really considered that and I think those are kind of my main three recently because yeah, being doing a lot of like sports growing up, it kind of became a thing where it wasn't fun anymore. Everything was too competitive. I wasn't really doing it for the record. It feels anymore. like a job. Yeah. And and people have a certain expectation, right? Like even doing like flag football with Andrew and stuff, there was times where I was having a lot of fun, but certain leagues it was so much more was expected of you that it felt like a job and I would just go home and be like I'm I'm more stressed now than I was starting when I went, so I don't know why I even went and did this. I'm like now laying at home, like even more stressed out, and I'm like physically tired, but not mentally tired. Oh, and now I have a black eye from the dude who decided to punch me in the face because he's having a bad week. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's why, that's what, like, uh, I'll let someone else go after us. But I was going to say, like, Kirby, that's why, like, I, I want to get my master's in sports psychology. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I feel like, you know, when, when you start out in sports, it's like, I did it because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a certain age where it, it almost stops being fun, like I said, and it almost feels like a full-time job on top of everything else you have going on in your life. You know, like right, right now I'm doing like the whole student athlete thing again. Yeah. And it's like, man, I got, I got a full course load and then I got to train four days a week and compete on the weekends. Like, you know, it feels like, a, it doesn't feel like I'm doing this for fun anymore. It feels like I'm just doing it for work. Yeah. So like sports psychology is like one of those things I wanted to get into because I wanted to be able to, I wanted to be able to like sit down with athletes and just talk to them and be like, you know, remind yourself why doing this. Like it's, you know, it's, it's at the end of the day, you're doing it because you love it. Like it's fun. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not like a job. It's, you know, it's, it's fun. Like you get out there and you get to do something like you actually enjoy doing. A lot of people don't have that luxury. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. I really like, um, Corey and, and Herbie, you guys both have kind of really hit the nail on the hammer, hammer on the nail, however you want to put it with, um, the tagline that I have for Kevin, it's discover you, right? What works, what doesn't work? What are you, what are you, what are you trying that's new? Well, you, you're being, you're both being adventurous. You're getting back into things that you enjoy. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Good, good job guys. Uh, Thanks. I think one thing that, um, really helped me by surprise was just, um, we had a free coupon to go try yoga for a week. And I hadn't really done yoga besides, you know, like gym class, they do like, um, like a week module where you have to do yoga and it's kind of bullshit yoga to begin with. Cause you're on a gym floor with the lights, like nothing about it is really like a true yoga experience. Well, but, like, and you're in the back with your friend, like chuckling the whole time. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so we go and try out this week, uh, trial with yoga and it's just like all the stress from Monday to Friday just like drifts away and you, you kind of get to like as cheesy as it sounds, corny as it sounds like you get to like recenter yourself and it's almost like, you know, just take a breath for a moment. As simple as it is, you could do it anywhere. It's just like this setting where you're forced to do yeah. it because that's where you are. So you might as well partake. Um, you you can kind of like you know. I don't think that's the cheesy. phone. The phone isn't involved. It's just you and your thoughts in a dark room, um, and like just the atmosphere in general. So that's something that once the pandemic, I guess, eases its restrictions, is something I would go back to doing once a week or once every other week. And I, I think I would recommend it to anyone who's looking for something like we're talking about, some kind of release is like, it's anyone can do it. You don't have to be a certain size or build. Uh, I actually got Alex and Marina into it um, and they enjoyed their experience with it. Um, yeah, it was nice. Another thing is just uh, physical exercise in general. So I know like my mental health starts to take a major dip when I don't go to the gym for a while or work out or do anything like that, I've like, I don't feel good about myself. So I feel like as humans, we need like a physical struggle or something like that. Like you feel like accomplished, expended, like just, Mm -hmm. you need to get rid of that excess built up pent up energy. So I think physical exercise in general is really good for that. Um, One thing you were talking about sports is I was just thinking about as you were talking about it is, uh, I only play sports recre- recreationally, 
but I almost feel like it's like a double-edged sword because it is physical exercise and I do enjoy it. Like I seek it out. It's not like I'm forced to do it. Um, but it's also like once I start playing, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm facing my demons, which is a weird thing because it's just rec sports. But it's almost like all those people who ever told you you're not good enough, yeah. you can't do this, anything like that. Like it could be somebody like Alex or whoever, and I want to like plow them over just to show that, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, like I'll get ejected from playing flag football, and it's it's because I play with like all this aggression that has built up, and maybe it's like we said before, you know it's not even to do with anybody who's playing with you at the time. It's about, you know, experiences from whoever knows how many years before, right? But it's yeah. a way to like, it's almost like Alex, Bobby Boucher to, and Waterboy. You need to take the video footage of it. It's almost like Bobby Boucher and the Waterboy, man. <laughs> you gotta take the video footage of it. You gotta take the video footage of Andrew saying that and then roll the clip of all of his flight. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, seriously. But yeah, yeah, I'm a proponent for H2O over Gatorade. <laughs> I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Water <laughs> boy. So I'll I'll finish up the topic with mine. Uh, I've never really been a athletic person. I've got more of the creative mind. So my big thing at the moment and has been for a couple of years now is producing music. Like I can spend. I have spent eight hours in this room working on something without even realizing it. Like I look at the time and I'm like, my entire day is gone. I haven't eaten anything. Like <laughs> I'm turning into a bum in here. But honestly, like putting my mind into something so technical and involved, it it basically takes everything that's built up in my head and just blows it away. <laughs> uh, other than that, pretty much the only other thing I'm doing at the moment when I need just just a mindless release is like gaming. Gaming is for me a good outlet for that. I do like I, I did start seeing uh, a therapist last year and I see him about once a month and he helps a lot just um, realizing mm-hmm the tools in front of me that can help me deal with things in a better way. Uh, I definitely think that it should be something that people do more in our society is talk to somebody you don't know, even if it's just, one, like I said, once a month, once every two months, just having somebody there to be able to find those things that help you deal with right. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you you said, uh, you know, recognizing those tools right in front of you, right, Alex? Like, that's 100% of it, you know? Having, you know, being a, being a gamer and, and having that release from a little bit of your stress in life is never a bad thing, you know? That's that's absolutely, yeah. that's exactly it. Being seeing a counselor or a therapist or anything like that is, is not a bad thing. They literally have gone to school to be able to teach you what we haven't learned before. So there's, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And like you mentioned earlier, like I've had a dark path with drinking as well. Like that's what this entire tattoo on my arm is based on. Like my dad wasn't a heavy alcoholic when he was my age. He did some things. He almost lost his relationship with his mom. Uh, and in my experience, I almost did the same thing. And I realized that, you know, it doesn't matter. Like there, there are better ways to deal with what's going on than 
putting yourself in a hole. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that this was such a great conversation, guys. Thanks very, very much for having me on. And uh, this is my first time I was doing a podcast. So it was, it was super exciting to be part of this today. And absolutely love yeah. that uh, Corey did that suggestion of everybody kind of sharing uh, a little bit about themselves. We've gotten, you know, we've seen it get active, get creative. I love it. This is exactly it, you know. And if you got to take mm-hmm. those those steps to go see a therapist and a counselor, then take them. There's no harm in doing it, you know. It, you got to challenge yourself to do something new that you never thought you'd like, like go to a yoga class, uh, you know, or, you know, push yourself into, into doing something different with your lifestyle. Cause you're not having fun with it anymore. I, I just absolutely love it. Yeah. Good, great on you guys. Keep going. And in the words, yeah, thank, thanks in the words of Ferris Bueller, <laughs> don't take life so seriously because no one gets out alive. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Exactly. Laugh more. Have yeah. fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot for being on with us today, Jordan. It was a good conversation. Yeah. Thanks very much for having me, guys. This is yeah, awesome. Honestly, yeah. It's it's a it's a conversation that I think you know it's it's great, especially like as five you know five adults like men sitting down and talking about it. Like I don't I don't think that happens enough, and like it's definitely like it's definitely like mm-hmm. an important conversation and an important topic to keep pushing forward. You know, like I wish I wish more people would you know sit be open to having these type of conversations and like yeah you know it's good yeah. in its in its own sense it's it's therapy and it's in itself you know what i mean and like yeah like kudos kudos to what you're doing with your brand like i think that's super it's super important and like you know giving back is like always such an important thing that you know that we can do just as as humans like in any area that you can find a passion in and be able to give back is just amazing thanks so. Like I, I, I personally appreciate that. Like it's, I'll definitely like, I'll definitely like be buying some of your merch just to be able to support the cause and like, you know, what you're Sweet. doing. There. Thanks very much, man. Good, good luck in Vancouver. Way. You got a friend in Herbie Thanks, now man. out there too. You can reach out to as well. Yeah. I thought that was hundred oh, percent. Yeah, absolutely. We're off to go 100%. Try, some, try some coffee together. <laughs> no, for sure, man. I, yeah. I think like this was really like Corey was saying, just like the debrief. I feel like maybe this is something I'm going to start including more often you know, weekly, bi-weekly, something like that. It's, this conversation I think was really important and even made me kind of have retrospect on a few things. So cool. that's always positive. To our listeners out there, be sure to follow Jordan yeah. on Instagram at Jordan of Salahub. Uh, follow Cave at Can- Cave Canadian Apparel. Give him a, follow his stuff. It's as, as you purchase heard. his stuff, have some Yeah, purchase his stuff. As you heard, it's for a good cause. and. <laughs> Cave with a K, by the way. Yes, cave with, with a K. K. Yeah. <laughs> Just real quick, I want to say, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers to everybody in Texas. Like, I got a, I got an ant out there right now, and I think their power just came back on, but they're, you know, they're still not fully out of the woods. So I just kind of want to give a quick shout out to people in Texas, and hopefully they're doing all right through what's going on down there and just you know i just also want to say you know thanks everybody for tuning in today like the people who listen you know if you you ever feel like you're in that dark place you know don't be afraid to reach out don't be afraid to reach out to the people in your life who are closest to you and just you know be safe out there and enjoy the rest of your week yeah no my instagram's always open just for like chats i'm here to listen i'm i work in like a mental health area but i'm always here to listen no judgment doesn't have to be passed on i think it's important to just have an outlet